everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Maddie Miller Show. I am sitting down today with Jennifer Maxson, who is the president of her own company, Jennifer Maxson & Associates, which we will be talking about today. Jen, thank you so much for being on my show. Oh, Maddie, thanks so much for the invitation. I'm excited to be here and talk with you today. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like to share a little bit about how we know each other so and how we got connected. So I currently work for the Houndstein Center for Presidential Studies at GVSU, which houses the Peter C. Cook Leadership Academy. And not only are you highly regarded in the Grand Valley and Grand Rapids community, but you also serve as a mentor to our CLA students, which is awesome. So I got the honor of meeting you at our CLA orientation this year, um, where you were kind of sharing with our students about networking, leadership development, and just all the stuff that kind of your company does, which I said we'll talk about later. But I just decided to go up to you at the end and was like, hey, would you want to be on my podcast? And you (laughs) graciously agreed. Well, uh, how could I say no? Like, yeah. of course I want to be on the podcast and, and connect with, with you and yeah. your your listeners. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Jen, I always have all my guests say a fun fact yeah. to start this off, which we were just talking about right before we started. So I'm interested to hear your fun fact. So fun fact. So, you know, Manny, I had to really think, okay, what's fun? Yeah. And, and of course everyone does. But the fun fact to share today is I learned how to ski as an adult. Wow, and that's amazing. I got tired of sitting in the ski lodges where my kids were out skiing and snowboarding. And uh-huh. so I thought, if I can't, I don't want to be here, I need to be out there. So yeah. just pick that up as an adult, love it. Yeah. Um, but I am a, give me easy green beginner okay. hills. I yep. don't need blue, I don't need black yeah. diamond, I just need, let's just coast and yeah. it feels like freedom and flying as you're going down. The hill or the mountain. That's awesome. Um, When you said skiing, my mind immediately went to water skiing. And then I was like, (laughs) quickly switch. I'm like, I forgot I'm in Michigan. Everybody snows snow skis skis here. Some people do water ski. Yeah, that's not one of my hobbies or interests. That's awesome. I I will admit, I don't know how to ski, um, snow ski. I didn't grow up doing it. So you're giving me hope. Maybe I can learn as an adult as well. <laughs> well, my ski instructor told me not to worry because he learned in his 60s. And if you can learn then, you can learn at any point wow. in time. And so I say, yeah, I think you have an Maybe adventure. Maybe this winter. This winter yeah. is an opportunity. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so we're going to get started kind of with how I almost start every interview because mm-hmm. I really do feel like your childhood and how you grew up and where you grew up sometimes foreshadows things of the future. So I'd love for you to tell us, you know, where did you grow up? What were you interested and involved in growing up through um, your childhood in high school? So I grew up in Bay City. Okay. And so kind of near that thumb area here in Michigan as we pull out our our Michigan map on our Yes. (laughs) And I'm the oldest of four. Mm. So right there tells you something. And even today, my siblings are like, yeah, quit telling us what to do. But if they would just listen, (laughs) you know, the oldest knows. At least we think we do, which is not always the case. Um, So had a great bond with my my sisters and my brother. And I have been interested in music. So I learned how to play the flute in the fourth grade and then continued through college. So I think there's something for me about being in an individual in a larger collective group and how things come together. Um, I also rode horses okay. and so and showed competitively and was on the equestrian team in high school. And I also was on the pom-pom squad. So, awesome. you know, taking yeah. it way back to the 80s at yeah. that point in time, which now would be a dance team, probably in most high schools. Okay. 
but it wasn't a dance team then, so I just went, okay. I'm not a dancer. Okay. But, but I, I could do the whole pom-pom routine. So pom it was routines. different between cheerleading? It wasn't yeah, cheerleading? It wasn't cheerleading. Okay. So it was just it was just different. But nice. Yeah, take it back. Yeah. But when I stop and think about all those things in high school, mm-hmm. I was always in some kind of a leadership role. I always liked to be the treasurer. I always yeah. liked to be the co-captain or be part of of that group, but play in that leadership space. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's really cool to hear. So um, I saw from a little you know, LinkedIn search that you went to Grand Valley, which is awesome. Tell us a little bit about um, what you studied, what um, made you decide to major in that, and then other aspects of your years in college that um, were influential for you. Yeah, well, Grand Valley was a great place for me to be. It was actually yeah. the right place for me to be. And so I came to Grand Valley thinking I was going to do something in pharmacy and medical. Okay. And then I, after two years of chemistry, I thought, hey, I can do this, but not loving the space. And mm-hmm. so I majored in communications, public relations. Cool. And my goal was always to, to be that voice mm-hmm. to help organizations or issues or causes yeah. spread, spread the word of what they were working on. And so it was a great, great opportunity. I had a professor, um, Fred Chapman, who has since passed away who would always tell us in our classes all of his international stories from being in automotive. Wow. And it was just really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to be Fred. Yeah. <laughs> and Fred wanted to be like all of us. So it was that great connection. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the special bond here on Grand Valley is you have these great connections yeah. with those professors that last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a mm-hmm. cool connection. I was also a communications major, so I love I love that connection that we have. Um, so according to your LinkedIn profile, which I already mentioned is awesome and very up to date, um, there was several jobs that you've had um, before leading up to the creation of your own Jennifer Max and mm-hmm. Associates. What were um, the challenges you often faced in those parts of your career journey and how did you learn for, from them? So when we think about challenges, I like to, now, back then I probably didn't think of them, I thought of them as challenges. Now I like to think of them as great opportunities. Yeah. So I think it's interesting how our mind shifts, mm-hmm. you know, over time. But it was not knowing what you didn't know. Mm-hmm. That was always the challenge. There's so much that you don't know mm-hmm. that you don't even know you don't know. So it's how do you then figure out who can help you understand the culture or the role or the unwritten expectation that others have of you? And I found that's true in all of those different roles I've had over the years. But for the success is having a good mentor inside and outside of the organization and that's why I love being part of CLA and serving as a mentor is being just one of many mentors Mm -hmm. that can help someone be successful. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So was owning your business some, like your own business someday always kind of a part of your plan? And what point did you kind of like decide you were going to pursue that? Because I feel like not a lot of people like grow up thinking like, I'm going to own my own business someday, but then... You do, so I'm just interested to hear how that journey went. <laughs> so, no, I, that was never part of the original plan. When, And I think part of it is in the time frame where I grew up, you worked for a company, and then you, from my parents and grandparents, you just kind of stayed, and that's just what you did. And so I, the interesting 
piece to all this is my dad is a retired podiatrist. So he's always been in private practice. So he had his own business, Mm -hmm. but never felt like a business because that was just, he's a doctor. He's a foot doctor. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure that planted a seed that I didn't even realize at Mm -hmm. the time. And so I had a great opportunity to really grow in the organizations that I was in before I started my business. Mm-hmm. And it finally came to the point in time where I thought, I'm doing this. Yeah. Within my own little sphere of a larger organization. Yeah. Do I still want to do it here or do I want to do it in a different way? Mm-hmm. And after my kids were old enough, where I felt like I had some freedom and flexibility. Yeah. Just, it's been percolating, it was percolating, and, yeah. per- and finally, like, I just got to do it. Uh-huh. And That's so... Awesome. I did it, and so Jennifer Max and Associates just turned five in September. Yeah, so woo-hoo. that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So tell um, for I mean I am a little familiar, but I would love to even hear more. But then also tell my listeners, you know, what does Jennifer Max and Associates? Mm-hmm. What is it? What services do you offer? And what's the big picture vision behind um, your business? So I always say we play in the space of leadership development. Okay. which could be a really big and broad, as we know, yeah, space. For and sure. So what, is that, what does that really mean? My passion is helping today's leaders, so those currently in leadership roles, okay. and even more importantly, our future leaders, help set them, setting them up for success, so helping them understand what it means to lead, mm-hmm. what it means to manage, and what it means to do. Because we, we have to do all three of those. Yeah, yeah. And... We help organizations and leaders in all different levels, all different industries. How do you communicate with impact? How do you communicate effectively with others? Mm -hmm. So we offer programming and coaching in the area of communication and presentation. That's awesome. Then we play in that leadership space of understanding what leadership really means Mm -hmm. and what are others expecting of you as a leader. So how do you set direction? How do you build alignment? which is never done because it's constantly rebuilding and getting folks on the same page. And then once you're doing that, the end goal is you have to execute on your strategy. Yeah. So how are we going to make that happen? Mm -hmm. So so that's where I I like to play, the communication, presentation, and then helping organizations lead change, lead people so that they can lead their business. Mm -hmm. And we do that through programs and through individual coaching. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, we were just talking about this a little bit on the elevator on the ride up here, but who would you say like are your clients? You know, what kind of um, demographics or you know location wise or whatever? Yeah. Who are your clients really? Well, it's always such an interesting question when I think about that because yeah. I have such a personal connection with all of our clients, yeah. and they they are in the business sectors, and I learned early on. When two of my large clients were bought by another organization, that we have to be diversified in all industries. So mm-hmm. I'm really intentional that we play in all different industries from higher education to healthcare to automotive, financial services. And so large and small mm-hmm. organizations, and we say Michigan and beyond. So we have clients in California and Salt Lake City in Philadelphia, in Ohio, and in Texas. So it is fun that we have a broad reach. And then some of our larger clients have taken us to Canada and to Mexico. So we get a little little different flair. And when we're, even though we're all in North America, but still 
Yeah. But different countries and different cultures. Yeah, that's awesome. This is a question I actually just thought of um, kind of as you were talking. Um, How did, you know, the pandemic, how did that affect your business? I think this is a really interesting topic Mm -hmm. to talk about these days as we are kind of seeing the end of the pandemic and just reflecting back. How did that affect your business? It was a huge disruptor. Yeah. Like massive disruptor. I'm sure. Especially for your content and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. our differentiator has always been we we show up in person, we sit side by side with mm-hmm. individuals, teams, and participants and help them figure out what's that communication yeah. strategy look like, how am I going to deliver it, what's the change initiative. And we had been talking, we've been talking as a team of we can't do everything in person. It's not physically possible to, yeah. to continue to grow and have everybody traveling all the time. So how do we use technology to do that mm-hmm. well the pandemic made that happen yeah it's, almost forced it you. forced it <laughs> yeah and I'm really thankful because if not we may still be talking about it yeah and not doing it yeah. so everything that we are known for and deliver in person we had to quickly which we did mm-hmm. a pivot and redevelop redesign to deliver virtually yeah yeah. So for the last two and a half, almost three years, we've been solely virtual, and it's just now that clients are starting to come back in person. So we're okay. just starting to get yeah. back in person with our clients. Moving forward, virtual and in person are going to continue. Yeah. And who knows what it might look like mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, it could even provide newer opportunities mm-hmm. you wouldn't have known about. So that's a great positive outlook uh, of the pandemic. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, glad you have that. Well, and I think it's because we've worked through it. <laughs> yeah. probably, I, I know from the very beginning it was a little bit of, of panic of, okay, we got to do it and we got to do it now. All right, yeah. so a lot of urgency. Yep. But I have a fantastic team, so it's not just me. It's a whole team that came together and made it happen. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, so you have several certifications with like really fancy names and you know, they, they seem relevant to Mm -hmm. your business. So first I'm curious if you can name all of your certifications. (laughs) I don't have them written down anymore, so I'll never, I'll never know if you're um, telling the truth or not, but I'm curious if you like, if that's something you can just name off the top of your head or it's just kind of like after so many certifications, I just am, I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I think that's a challenge. I can name them all off. That's awesome. And so, because they're each really special. Okay, I love that. And they each have a a different meaning or experience. Yeah, yeah. So, let's hear them. Let's hear them. So, everything DISC certified um, trainer, which means I can deliver any of the DISC uh, profiles and products to our clients. Love DISC because it's all about understanding yourself and understanding the styles of others. So it's That's awesome. so it means am I a dominant, influential, steady, or conscientious style? Yeah, yeah. And just one of my favorite tools. I'm also a five behaviors certified okay. trainer, which means I can deliver the five behaviors products, which is five behaviors of a cohesive team. Okay. So it's how do we as a team uh-huh. Work together. Okay. Do we, have, do we build trust? Can we have productive mm-hmm. conflict? You know, make commitments, hold each other accountable, which is the hardest for a team. Yeah. So that we can get to the results. Yep. So those are my first two certifications. So those are kind of special because they were the first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also a certified professional coach. And okay. so I got my coaching. And this isn't sports coaching. Okay. This is the personal coaching yeah. aspect. Um, I got that from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Okay, awesome. So while I'm a 
true Laker fan. Yes. There's a little Wisconsin <laughs> yep. in me as well. Love that. Um, so, and keeping it in the Big Ten, you know, Wisconsin. Yeah. I have a daughter at Michigan State, so we, we keep that together. Yep. And then from there, from the coaching, the professional, certified professional coach, and then I got my accreditation from the International Coaching Federation. Okay. Because why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> so I currently have um, the associate, associate certified coach. Okay. And then come January, I can, I'll have my, you have to have 500 coaching hours okay. to go to professional. And so I'll okay. have that at the end of December, which is another yeah. huge um, milestone. milestone accomplishment. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's coming. And then uh, there's two more. Yeah. On, on this list. And okay. so one is Gateway Team okay. Coaching. Gateway Team coaching, coaching, which is an introduction, really an introduction to team coaching. Okay. And I will finish in December the Team Coaching Practitioner Certification. Okay. Wow. So that's a lot. It's a lot. But, but that's awesome. But they're all special and unique yeah. in their own way. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, to make a small connection here, my dad is a life coach yeah. actually, and he is um, he's a certified retirement life coach. So he kind of does you know somewhat similar life mm-hmm. coaching, but kind of more for a def- mm-hmm. uh, specific demographic, which is really cool. Um, so I all the certifications I brought them up to ask you, can you tell us something that you learned from one of those certifications that like really sticks out in your mind you think about it often or you just think that people should know like a little mm-hmm. almost like fact or something I'm gonna go with team coaching okay because teams are really important especially right now as we are either yeah. all together in the building or mm-hmm. we're all remote or we're a mix of all the above and here's what I'm reminded of every day and my team coaching is focused on a systemic so what's the system the ecosystem yeah and it's this, the purpose creates the team. The, it's not the team creating their own purpose. Okay, yes. And how many times have we sat down as a team or a group to say, mm-hmm. what do we want our purpose to be? Mm-hmm, yeah. But if we take three or four steps back, there is a greater purpose that brought us all together. So the purpose has already been created. Do mm-hmm. we recognize what that purpose is? Yeah, that's great. That mm-hmm. is great. Um, a way to think about a team being formed and um, how to move forward almost with vision and whatnot. Right. That's awesome. Um, so I had written in my notes, um, but you already mentioned it, that your um, business has been in business for almost five years, for over five years yeah, now, which is a great good. milestone. First, just wondering how did you guys celebrate that? We, well, we did our own little dance of woohoo, we made it to five years. Yeah. We had some fun <laughs> with that. And then we had a team lunch. That's awesome. And we have some team swag that's on its way. So yeah. just oh, celebrate so we can all live it. Yeah. And how, how big is your team? Just curious. So I have, I view my, my team as two teams. I have okay. my core team. Yes. And so there are four of us that manage the day-to-day for all of our clients. So okay, that great. is from the sales to the to the um, solutions to program materials, logistics, mm-hmm. all of that. Then I also have a coaching team okay, okay. that is out delivering coaching and programs yeah. for our clients, and that is a team of about seven. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Are they the ones that who are traveling to like the different states yes. you mentioned and whatnot? Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Um, so 
how has um, Jennifer Maxson and Associates evolved over the past five years? Do you feel like it has stayed consistent with what you wanted it to be in the beginning, or has it kind of morphed into something different as you've learned and grown? Both. Right? So it's like it's both and. (laughs) So it's been consistent that our mission continues to be to enhance the credibility of leaders. Like that, I know in my core purpose and the essence of who I am, that's that's who it, that's yeah. what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was even pre-Jennifer Maxson and Associates in my other organizations, my other roles. Yeah. We have always been focused on how do we help current and future leaders enhance their credibility mm-hmm. because without credibility, we're not going to get the buy-in and support. Yeah. So that part is a consistent. Uh, some of the programs have been consistent over the years. Okay. What's different is how we deliver, mm-hmm. and there's some new topics and some yeah. new services from the team coaching okay. piece that's come, and all that is just an evolution over time. Yeah, yeah. So when I started, did I know where I'd be today? Absolutely not. Yeah. Of what it would look like, but there were some key things I know Yeah. that were going to be really core that had to be that red thread, if you will, that really just pulls everything together yeah that's awesome that's awesome to hear that's almost like the best of both worlds you got right there I well (laughs) and you know it's what you make of it yeah and making sure the mindset is there's a ton of possibilities Mm -hmm. and opportunities so where do we want to go and how do we move it forward yeah that's awesome um so being the president of your own business I'm sure comes with a lot of responsibility and just different things that I'm not even probably aware of what would you say is on one side the most difficult part of being the president of your own business, then what is the best part as well? The difficult part is this, your own self-talk. Mm-hmm. Because it, your name is on it. Yeah. You're responsible for the team. Yeah. Everyone needs, needs their paychecks. Everybody wants really fun projects to work on. Mm-hmm. And so I think the difficult part is just keeping everything in perspective and knowing when you're taking on something that really isn't there. Okay. So it's that pressure that we create for ourselves of am I showing up? Am I delivering? Yeah. What else can I what else can I what else can I do mm-hmm. to support the team? The best part is we can make it whatever we want. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's your it's, right. It's, it's the polarity of oh, I, uh, there's all these. You feel like there's some constraints and things that always have to happen. Yeah. To the we can make it what be and feel however we really want it to be. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome it's, it's those two. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I have two more questions for you. Yeah. So the second to last one is. Um, kind of coming from somewhere where I just was. So I went to the Grand Rapids Chamber Athena Awards, mm-hmm. which I had no idea even what Athena was. So that was awesome to um, attend. And then at the event, I heard from my coworkers that you were the recipient of the 2018 yeah. Athena um, from the Grand Rapids area Chamber of Commerce, which was awesome. And I watched the video on your website, which was just like so cool. And then also just to hear, you know, from the people around Mm -hmm. you, how awesome you are. And also that you just love the Grand Valley community. So all that to say, um, the Athena Awards celebrate women in leadership and in business. Um, Can you share with us a little bit about one, what that award meant for you, and then also broader, just how you feel towards empowering women in leadership? It was, I get a little teary even thinking about it now because it's so humbling 
to even be nominated for the award. Oh, yeah. It, for which sure. is huge. And then to be the recipient of that award. And that video was was filmed specifically. I requested if I could be with the Cook Leadership Academy. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what was like, so special like, about it for me watching it. So, yeah. For that, it just, it just felt like that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's humbling because I know the previous women who came before me Mm -hmm. and they've always been the women that I've looked up to they've been my either my employer or my mentor or friend and formal or informal all of that they're the Mm -hmm. the women that you put on the pedestal you're like oh my gosh I want to be like them yeah and then all of a sudden you're on that pedestal and you're thinking am I really here yeah (laughs) and 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 made it to this place um for others so Super, super touching, super mm-hmm. humbling, but it was a good reminder mm-hmm. because we stop and we forget about all the things we do. Yeah, because we're in the moment of just doing. Exactly. So it was, it was a good reminder, and I, my family was there, my kids were there, and someone shared with me a picture of Kendall at the time, who's my youngest, with like this awe look like oh my gosh that's my mom the video yeah. was speaking and it was just one of those priceless moments of yeah. they finally got it yeah yeah of what I do every day mm-hmm. they see they know the work part but the bigger picture of yeah that. um as it comes from empowering women we have to do that yeah but we also we have to empower everyone mm-hmm. so I take every opportunity if you know someone needs coaching advice mentoring mm-hmm. whatever that is yeah it's up to me to make that happen that's kind of how I feel about all of that and when I was at Grand Valley I was involved in Greek life so I'm mm-hmm. proud Delta Zeta okay. and part and part of our creed um there's a phrase that is to those who my life may touch in slight measure may I give graciously of what is mine mm. and to me, that's not dollars. Yeah. It's how can I give to others whatever our connection is, mm-hmm. how can I give it graciously? Yeah. And so empowering everyone. We have to have leaders. Leaders yeah. are the hope for the future. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. Um, so this is my last question, and this is actually a question that I end almost all my interviews with. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what advice would you give for somebody wanting to either create be a business owner like you are create a business or wanting to go into leadership coaching what is some advice you would give to somebody think about weaving in your network of support mm. because when I decided to launch Jennifer Maxson and Associates I had no idea of all right what is this really look like I mean yeah. I knew how to I led my my teams as a as a business unit leader mm-hmm. a business group leader and so I had that but I had the protection and I had the support of other functional areas from HR to legal to IT and, yeah and when I said this is what I wanted to do it was amazing of all the individuals in my network that just came to me and said I'm going to help you yeah yeah. So if it's something you're thinking about doing and launching a business, you think about your network of support. Yeah. Who do you know? Who do you need to know? Who knows of someone else that can help you? Yeah. And you need to lean into that network. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That is great advice for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you just overall for being on my podcast. This has been awesome. Oh, well, Manny, thanks for the opportunity. It's been yeah. fun to talk about 
leadership and coaching and yeah. Athena and all of the above. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, for those listening, if you want to learn more about what Jen does, you can visit her website, jennifermaxonassociates.com, um, and also follow her on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. All of that will be linked in the show notes below so you can have easy access and maybe you'll even want to hire Jen for something in the future because her programs are really awesome but again Jen thanks so much thanks Mandy And if you're listening to this, it means you probably just finished an entire episode of my podcast. And for that, I wanted to just say thank you so, so much. It really means a lot to me. Um, If you wanted to learn more about my podcast, you can check out my website, maddiemiller.co, where I post extra information about each of my episodes. Um, Or you can follow me on Instagram at The Maddie Miller Show. You taking time out of your day to listen to my small podcast inspires me to keep pursuing this passion that currently provides me with no financial gain, but instead it provides me with growth in the entertainment industry, unique communication skills, and hopefully someday a story I can tell someone else that inspires them to also pursue their dreams. I know you probably weren't expecting to feel so hyped up, you know, after just listening to a podcast episode, but just know that you choosing one of my episodes to listen to is like supporting a small business for free so again thank you so so much and happy listening